0: hi guys and welcome to the albion social um it's your boy alf um back again with uh my co-host ricky how are you mate i'm good how are you all good man all good it's been a little while yeah um we've uh we've, we've both been ducking and dodging trying to find <laughs> a, a, a space to record at me but um gives us a lot of content to talk about in this episode. So we got four games to go over. Yeah. we are going to gloss over the draw against Ipswich and the win against Cardiff, have a little deeper look at saints and then have a proper look at Plymouth. Um, Because to be honest, (laughs) Ipswich and Cardiff feel like ancient history to me, feel very long, very long time ago. they happened under Billich or something. Um, so looking back at Ipswich, obviously it's a wonder in it. I think that's yeah, it's, it is a wounder, But I think we we got we was the second best team in that game. I think yeah,
1: I think it was just how late the goal was, and the type of goal it was as well. Because it's not it and a goal you expect of Ipswich. It was a scrappy set piece that's gone through seven players. It's just going.
0: Yeah, I think it's 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 a good reflection on us that they kind of. Not abandoned, but you know, reverted away from their usual patterns and you know the, I mean they played the same way the whole game, didn't they? But then at the end they kind of they had like three strokes on the pitch, didn't they? They yeah, had the, yeah. uh Al Al Hamadi from MK Dons, yeah. I think his name is nah, Wimbledon. Uh Wimbledon, yeah, Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> Wimbledon fans won't won't like that. Um obviously they had Kiefer Moore on as well. So they are kind of Kind of went our score, didn't they? At the end, and I think yeah, that yeah. that reflects well on us. Where they kind of started to think, Oh, we're going to need something a little bit different to uh break, break these down yeah. I think
1: as well, that wouldn't have probably worked as well if Bartley didn't go off injured. I yeah. think you could to really struggle at like actually having to play centre back as yeah. inner two, didn't yeah. look like it
0: suited him at all. No, no, it's a I don't get why he didn't bring Peters on, to be honest. I know yeah. it's easy to say that now with the yeah. hindsight of he's obviously come in and done well, but it still seems weird. I mean, I understand, you know, Kiefer Moore against Peters and Kiefer isn't a nice <laughs> thought, no. but then, I mean, I put it to, I put that to someone the other day and they was like, well, Yukushlu's not great in the air either. Yeah. Um,
1: obviously... he wins uncontested as it does New Yeah. He's not great just in front of the defence.
0: Yeah, he's not great with jewels. So right. I think Peters would have been the go to. Now, if that not to say that would have changed anything. Yeah. yeah. But I did find it a bit odd. Um and I think uh, yeah, I think Bartley coming off was the game changer, wouldn't it? Yeah. It was obviously came off at half time, they scored 46th minute. Um and I think the, the goal is so frustrating because it's a goal that, firstly, I think Bartley gets his head to the first contact, yeah. and secondly, Bartley tells Furlong to move along the line. Yeah, yeah. and the the broad head at the back post isn't unmarked.
1: Sam Ball as well, by the looks. Of
0: oh it. yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was when it uh, Edmondson <laughs> when it. Yeah, yeah, he had his hand on his unlocked. Yeah, yeah. Head, you know, and like, you think, well, that's allowed. Um. But then we, well, from that point, I thought um, we're going to lose this, to be honest.
1: Yeah. I, I thought that had proper it on its head.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think they did, they took charge, didn't they? We had a few, we had, you know, we had a little few moments. Obviously, Swiss goal just came out of nowhere. I couldn't believe that when that went in. Yeah. Um, obviously, before that, Wyman's handball, still not sure what the deal
1: was there. Don't get me started. I've never been more frustrated watching something because I'm pretty sure his head was closest to the ball.
0: Yeah, it was like his <laughs> hand was attached to his head and he decided to just tap it in. Just don't but it's, I, I don't get what the deal is. And I mean, it's frustrating because obviously there was that talk about BTA against Wolves and chucking his, chucking his head at it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that to me is like... And obviously, Wyman's meant to be, you know, the new poacher on the block and all this, that. and <laughs> Not to refute it, do you know what I mean? But it's annoying, obviously, he's, if he's able to get in those positions, which I think it's really great movement around the back.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But it then you a... haven't got the heart to just knock your head onto it. Yeah. Come on, man. And I mean, if that would have cost us... Well, I don't...
1: In, the, in the end, it did cost us. It cost us two points, if, if you look at it, just on goals scored.
0: Yeah, of course. The
1: game goes different, doesn't it, if you score yeah, it
0: earlier? yeah. But... Yeah, um, it's yeah. I could I could not believe it, and I mean, yeah. I I said to someone, I'd rather the fight and desire over the you know that kind of quality with his movement. Obviously, like that's like BTA against Wyman. I don't you know. There's a lot more to that, but yeah, really frustrated me that did. Unfortunately, on the, you know literal sense, it didn't really cost us with Swift's goal. Yeah, obviously a cracker. <laughs> Out of nowhere, and it's I say it every time Swift does something good, but it's more frustrating for me because that's what Swift can do.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. got the ability to do it, but yeah, very passive,
0: yes, very passive. Yeah, so yeah, and it's just kicking the teeth in it. Obviously, you touch on Fellow's goal quickly. Oh,
1: yeah, I forgot about but,
0: that. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, it's all it's all Fellows, you know. I mean, I saw a few people under the replay, like on Twitter, saying, "Um, the defender's not done well enough." Which, obviously, I mean, the have scored a goal. That means the defender's not done well enough. Yeah. But I think it's all Fellows.
1: But yeah, I mean, you could say that about like ninety nine percent of the times that Fellows does his man because he's just he seems to use his body really well. Yeah. Like uses his arms really well to keep the distance and that. Yeah. And that, that's what makes the goal if you put if you put any of any other of our attackers there they don't score
0: nah no way i mean they're Obviously probably trying and, and yeah they're probably <laughs> try and go down if anything don't they i yeah. think most attackers do but he's, he's he's just stood it i mean he was second best to it wasn't he yeah, like, yeah. Turn, he was definitely second in the queue to win that ball and yeah. i mean it's great quality and it? it's great composure and a great finish, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you wouldn't see Sami I doing that, would you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then it's kicking a kick in the teeth in it. That's and then, like you say, that's all it is—a kicking a kick in the teeth. Because at the end of the day, if you'd have gone to Portman Road and they would have said, "Right, we can call it here yeah, 2 um you'd have shut their hands and got back on the coach, wouldn't you? So yeah, yeah, it's just the nature of it. Ninety third minute. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean Palmer made a great save, then he, just before it, I think. I, I think really it was for remember. it was for the corner, I think. And like it came back out and whatever. But Palmer made like a brilliant save. Yeah. And like I was up off the cell <laughs> phone. Well yes, Palmer, bloody gras, immediately scores. <laughs> so it, it's just a wounder in it. Um but I think it's a good point. Yeah. It was it was a good point, and I think in you know, not to not to spoil the rest of the podcast, but <laughs> in the retrospect of the game, the next results, I think it is a good point.
1: Yeah, yeah, as well. It's a point that most of the teams around us won't get.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. You know, if we'd have won that game, we'd have been the second team to win at Ipswich's ground this season after Leeds. Mental, so <laughs> it's it was always a tall order, and I mean, if we'd have managed it in that style, you'd have been well happy. But yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? Um, we we're lucky, yeah. I think you can be happy to leave that, leave Port Moreau with a draw. I really, yeah. Draw. Um, and then we moved on to a midweek game against Cardiff, which yeah. was very quickly, yes, it was pretty terrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, not terrible. It was just boring. It's,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. Score 39 seconds in, you expect a battery team, don't you? <laughs> but...
0: Yeah, I, it's yeah. It's a really weird game.
1: Yeah. We scored off their kickoff. Yeah. For the start of the game. Yeah. Then, I don't think we had another shot for the rest of the half. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Just weird, man. I mean the it's a really good goal in it. I think yeah. It's probably one of the better team goals we scored this season.
1: Yeah. But definitely work, working on like getting players closer together and combining in midfield instead of just sort of playing into the channel straight away.
0: Yeah.
1: But I really liked that front four. I thought it was really technical and it was like nice to watch when they actually got going.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is it is nice. I just, you know. Yeah. Um obviously Johnston makes his impact then. Eh? Uh Look, yeah, I mean it's good. It's good uh, movement, finding space. Obviously, I think the uh, the big, the bigger thing is the the team play to get to the to get the ball to Fellows, and then Fellows does well again. Yeah, and it's a good cross. I think Fellows is such a good crosser. You yeah, find, I feel like he finds a man most of the time.
1: Yeah, especially on the right.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it's probably is not. It's a really big aspect of his game, I think. It's yeah. that, I think it's that edge of difference between quality and you know substance, really. Yeah, yeah. He'll get loads of assists from that, and I think it's a good finish from Johnston. And you're off to a flyer, and then, like you say, nothing else happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think of anything that happened in the game. To I think that. It um, was just
1: yeah. It was Cardiff sending long balls. Yeah. into the box because for some reason we just it felt like we decided we weren't even going to bother attacking them. felt like for most parts of the game and yeah, it was just them sending balls into that Diaju Yeah, Diaju Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah well, there's a throw there's a back front too, wasn't it? Yeah. Diaju and Yaku <laughs> Incredible.
1: I thought, I thought Peters was going to get bullied in fairness and he didn't. I think no. that's the I think that'd be the main talking point from that game, isn't it? Yeah Peters did do really well that's a game that probably plays to his biggest weakness and he survived yeah
0: yeah yeah that I think that, that was my only talking point out straight after the game to be honest because um, I think obviously Yakushka played really well and I think Kipra played really well as, as usual but I felt like Peters deserved you know man of the match does it really matter but I think he deserved a bit of recognition because you know he's been out I think it's his first start since October yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, it's tough coming straight back in out of the cold against two big fellas. Yeah. Um, yeah. and to play not only to just do your job, but to play to that level, I thought he was fantastic. Yeah.
1: He was playing really badly when he came out of the team as well. Like, obviously, I know he's going going through a lot personally, so yeah. I don't mean I don't mean that in a negative way. Like, it just it is what it is. Like, sometimes okay. you go through for patches of form, but like, yeah, he was playing quite poorly. Remember Watford, Watford away. Hmm. We looked because we had Phillips at wing back, didn't we? And Peter's just looked as if he was getting like really exposed every time. You almost felt bad for him because it just looked like you weren't weren't ready anymore to play at like this level. But yeah. he's clearly had his time out of the team to like reflect on stuff, and he's come back stronger. It yeah. looks like he might be important for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean. It's yeah, you know, I think the big thing is it's out of the cold, and like you say, he's had his, he's had personal issues. Um, I think he said that he's wife's on the men there, which is great. Um, and yeah, I, I've always been not a fan of Peters, to be honest. I've yeah, I've always, I've criticised quite a lot about his game, but I've always thought he is a dependable guy. Yeah, um, and I think. It feels like we kind of forgot about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, obviously, with Pete, he, he didn't come on against Ipswich and stuff. And it feels like maybe even Carlos forgot about it, that he is just a pretty sound centre-back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Carlos said that, didn't he, in the, uh, in the interview after Cardiff? He said that. Had he, had he have seen the Cardiff game before, I pretty much would have put Peters in yeah. for Ipswich.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, it's. It was, It's all hindsight, in it? That's that's the issue. Um, But yeah, I think, like you say, it's probably the biggest take out of the game, which, you know, doesn't reflect too well. But I think as well, a really big thing about a game like that is the fact that we've, we've won. And I think previously under previous managers like Bruce and Val, that's a game that we lose. Yeah, yeah and it, it takes me back to the days when we'd come up against a team pretty much every week at the hawthorns and you'd think i'd think to myself these lot are really bad yeah. but we are actually worse yeah. and now that these are the big game these are the games that get you out of the line i think yeah that you've got to be winning and it's a, a you know a comprehensive win really not a lot to the game but three points um, yeah, and I've, yeah, another goal for Wyman.
1: Yeah. Everyone seems to love Wyman.
0: Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's, uh, automatic fan favorite, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot more to Wyman than people are kind of seeing because he's obviously scored two goals, should have been three. Yeah. Um, and he good. he looks like he's got that poachers instinct, the movement, but um, I'm not sure he's. I don't think he's the man to play up front. Now yeah. he might have to be because BTA. Yeah, you
1: obviously. can't play, you can't play every minute.
0: No. <laughs> um, and he's got a little hamstring injury. off it. it's not too long. But I really, really don't think he's the man to play up front.
1: I don't mind him off the bench up front, but yeah. Obviously I said it, I said um earlier than before we started that I was rewatching the Plymouth game and. I think the main thing I came out with from the first half was, what is that word's word? Weiman's word? not good enough to be a focal point. Mm.
0: And yeah, I think that's this bad
1: So obviously, yeah. we played play the pass from the full back into the striker, usually, and we mm-hmm. played that like four or five times a game, and we only got it off once against yeah. Plymouth. I think yeah. that was because Weiman was up front and not Thomas Asante.
0: Yeah. yeah, I completely agree, and I think I said before the game, when I saw that BTA was out, I I think you'll see a difference. Uh, I don't think we did part mostly because Plymouth weren't very good. Yeah. Um, And we didn't really have to have that focal point, but I do think he's, I think it's just a a big downgrade to be honest. Um, And I think not that Wyman shouldn't play. I think Wyman should play on the left or in the role that he played against Ipswich. Yeah, just not up front.
1: If he's going to start, it has to be off the left. I don't mind him up front off the bench. I think, yeah, because his his movement is really good.
0: Yeah, it's different dynamic of the yeah, game. Yeah. Like against Ipswich, uh against Plymouth, obviously, was you know going all over the place. But <laughs> Against Plymouth, it was he was back to goal all the time because Plymouth banked up in the first half. Yeah, and he just didn't and he's you know, you gotta you gotta give it to him that he didn't have the opportunity to turn and run at people and do what he does best. And I think that's you wanna get the best out of your players. So yeah. Um but yeah it's you know two home goals uh, for Wyman. Um Jed came on and played well which was nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah routine stuff. I mean Cardiff I'm surprised watching them that they were quite close to the playoffs, weren't they? I don't think they got a lot about them,
1: yeah, they've um they've lost ten in the last fifteen. Yeah, so I I'm, I'm sure if they got injuries or something, but yeah, they looked pretty. I mean, they didn't look any good when we played Cardiff away. They were just sort of disciplined. Yeah, but
0: yeah, I think that's probably what's carried them up there, and then yeah, they've just kind of fell off the wagon. Um, uh, but yeah, routine. well routine. It's like I say, I think the big thing is just getting that win in those games. It's a yeah. game that we would have lost before, I think. So, we uh, yeah, just take the three points and move on. Obviously, we we had a big game um against Southampton, yeah. Obviously, in between that, we had the big news that we got took over, well, we'll be getting took over, yeah. So, saints felt like a huge game and i think it was just a bit of a damp squib as albion always does <laughs> in these games where yeah. something else is going on we just didn't turn up did we i don't think nah.
1: i think though in terms of actual importance i think it was sort of a free hit when you look yeah. at the runner games we had you take a point off Ipswich switch and then you win the other two and that was important if we got something off southampton it was a massive bonus yeah but it just didn't happen
0: no it didn't happen i mean yeah i was saying exactly that after the game if you just said to me before the game um you can win this game but not sure what will happen in the two the next week or this week now Yeah, or you lose this game and you get four points out of the two games next this week there's, there's only one option there yeah, yeah. because I think these the, the two games following Southampton so much bigger for the playoff race the fact that Plymouth was a game in hand yeah. and Hall are unbelievably good yeah um <laughs> and right up right up our arse. um so I yeah to be honest I've I come out of the Saints game not too bothered.
1: Yeah,
0: um,
1: it was just the performance that was a bit gutting because yeah, the, just individually they didn't look at it. Yeah, and I think actually we got it a bit wrong tactically as well. I think we were having the midfielders were having to cover too much distance. Because yeah. because Lou was up like pressing on the ed- edge of their box, but he just wasn't able to get back in time, so it just left them with a lot of space in midfield to attack. It was a real problem throughout the whole game, and it just never seemed to get
0: fixed. Yeah, yeah, it felt like it felt like they had an extra man to me yeah. throughout the whole game. Um, that you overrun midfield and stuff, um, and then you add that to the quality they've got. It's yeah. just, the uh, I, said, I said on Twitter after the game, I got no qualms about losing to a Premier League team, and to me, the, that is a Premier League team.
1: It's definitely a Premier League squad. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: It's unbelievable. So, who
1: did they actually bring? End up bringing on?
0: Aribo, Edozi, Brooks, Rothwell, I'll Obviously, they bought Sulemana for twenty-five that's it last season. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and he's—I mean, the fact that they can just bring David Brooks in on loan, <laughs> just no questions asked. No, I—he's uh, yeah. probably a Premier League player.
1: Yeah, well, their first goal was scored by Ryan Fraser. Yeah, it's like I know it was it's oh, been yeah. like six or so years now, but like he was being like linked with Arsenal, mm. and playing really well at Bournemouth, and now he's just at Southampton in the Championship. Just don't
0: it's feel fair. Absurd, isn't it? It is absurd. Um, but just yeah, just looking a bit more in depth, I think that first goal it felt it felt similar to the Ipswich first goal. It felt like Furlong sleeping at the back post again. Yeah, spare man at the back post. It's yeah. frustrating because it's simple. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, you're playing a good team. If you're giving a good team simple goals, you've got no, you got no chance, man.
1: Yeah. It was it was a nice set piece routine though. Like us to actually do something like that. Now they worked yeah. it to the edge and then waited for us to step up.
0: It'd be right, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then. I think we'd probably end up messing that up somehow, like (laughs) we did against Wolves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, The second goal, I don't remember much. I don't remember the second goal, I don't think. Was it a bit of a break?
1: Yeah, I think so. I remember it getting past to Brooks inside the box and him holding off a defender and scoring.
0: Yeah. It's one of them. I think, yeah, I think we've probably got it, Carlos has got it probably a little bit wrong. Yeah. Um, I think the players have got it a little bit wrong. Um, I think what Carlos got really wrong was the subs. Ooh. Uh it...
1: Technically, Carlos didn't make the subs because. Oh yeah, he was off, off.
0: He was off the pitch, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, Which, yeah, wait, let's talk about that. Talk about <laughs> that it. was just ridiculous. Uh, that was absurd. I mean, I was. It was, like the sixth minute, wasn't it? And I was yeah. just, you know, looking around the pitch. Look over. Yeah, like red brandishing the red it's card. Like, it's yeah. not
1: even something you like even switched on to really no. until you see the red card.
0: It's uh, like,
1: right. to, to me, I looked at the replay. It looked as if it went out to me, whether it did or not. It, it's, it's a really pathetic thing to get a sending off for. And the worst thing for me is that they've not, even in, they've not even given him a ban.
0: No.
1: So it's like you can get a red card, but you don't get it. When we haven't appealed it, they've just chose not to give him a ban. So he was just sent off for no
0: reason. It's yeah it's weird i mean <laughs> yeah it's odd. because he got sent off against blackburn didn't he? yeah yeah um and they introduced the rule that you can't do the media stuff yeah you can't even do it for the, the club just after it. the game but then yeah i think that was the same then when he didn't he didn't have a touchline ban after that so i'm not sure what what's the consequence for a red card because i think they his coaches were talking to him um like while they was on the touchline and he was obviously in the changing room it's, it's just stupid. Yeah. but think... it's it's a yellow card isn't it mm. <laughs> do you know what i mean it's they're telling yeah. off like what you're doing
1: yeah just don't do that again but then you got russell martin there screaming in red scream
0: face no yeah just... like he, like they need anything any more going their way it's just pathetic. Um, yeah Unsportsman mean... like that is yeah it is i mean i I don't, I don't mind seeing it. Like if Carlos did that, like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. So it's dignity in it. At the end of the day, I, like he was straight up winning. Yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah. something that he, he should be getting involved in. I don't think. Like, you, no. your player gets a bad tackle done on him. Yeah, fair enough. Get it, get you know. Yeah. But trying to get the other managers sent off. He, yeah, it's just pathetic. Especially because it was the ball was literally just rolling through to Peters. I think it was.
1: Yeah, we haven't gained an advantage from stopping. Yeah, and it, it looks yeah. like it goes out anyway.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've only seen the one replay of it, and it's like from up above. Yeah, from like the pitch. Yeah, and yeah. you, c- I couldn't tell. It looks like it could have done. And I'm like,
1: yeah, and I think if it is that subjective, it's not a red card.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. It's just, like I say, I think it's just a yellow card. Um, To be fair to the ref, I think it's like in the laws, the FA, blah, 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 if you interfere with the play, it's a red card. But like you say, I think it's so subjective and so tight. And you've got, that's the situation you've got to use the laws to your advantage and have a bit of your own mind and say, That's
1: usually uh, common sense.
0: Yeah, a bit of common sense, but I don't I,
1: know. If it end on TV, I don't think nah. it gets sent off. No. <laughs>
0: no. <Nah. Nah. laughs> and I think the ref was poor anyway. Yeah. As I,
1: well. I can't get over the when they got, like, four corners in a row and they all look like oh, goal kicks.
0: Actually, <laughs> yeah. That was because, obviously, I'm in the Smevic uh, right at the top. So it goes out. And then the Bromley, is like, up in arms. Yeah. And like I, I said to my mate, like, the Brummie don't get up like that for no reason. Yeah, And then it happened again. And then something else happened. And it was literally, like, Woodman Corner, the corner of the Halfords, and the whole Brummie were like... Yeah,
1: it was it was meant to... Obviously, I always sit in the top of the Brummie, and I'm like, there's just no way that's a corner. Like, maybe one of them would, but it was free. It was it was like, well, they scored off one, and that didn't look like a corner. Yeah. Then they right. got three more, and none of them looked like corners.
0: So I mean, yeah, obviously I couldn't comment on that because I was either side. No. Obviously, you're not gonna get any replays of that. But the they don't you're not getting the whole stand on their feet. Yeah, it was ev-
1: everyone was off.
0: Literally, <laughs> it was mental. Like it was mad seeing it from this Svevic. <laughs> I was like, she um but yeah, I, like I say I think that the ref was poor, man. Like just small decisions, and I said to um uh, my mate, um after the cardiff game because we had uh rebecca welsh didn't we yeah, yeah. and obviously it's it's it shouldn't be but it's probably a talking point that you've got a female referee yeah and i said to my mate like i think it's always good when you walk away from a game asking like you don't you don't realize the referee was refereeing the game
1: yeah yeah that's like the whole point of a job
0: yeah well on, on, uh, against Southampton, um, he re- was.
1: He was yeah. the talking point?
0: Yeah, and obviously it's Sam Allison, that was his name. Yeah. Um, Saints putting a really good show in, dominant, bloody blah, yeah. blood. it's on telly as well. And all people are talking about is the ref.
1: Yeah. And it's That's like, not good. It, people should have been talking about how good Southampton were because they were yeah. really good. But yeah. it's hard to focus on that when it's like yeah, just incompetence.
0: It's incompetence, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um he's managed but, a Prem game somehow.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I was gonna say. Wasn't it both Rebe- Rebecca Welsh and Sam Allison yeah, yeah. that were going into the Prem? Yeah. And I mean, off the off the basis of that, I'm you know, I'm taking one in the Prem for sure. <laughs> um but it's it's yeah, it's a, I think the big thing as well, just sticking with refereeing. He didn't make a decision. I know you, you just said that one of the corners that he shouldn't have been given led to a goal, but he hasn't made a decision that has directly led to Yeah. yeah. A a big change in the game. Obviously sending yeah. Carlos off is, but does it have that much of an effect? I'm not sure. But like you say, like penalties, red cards to players, there's no big decisions. No. Nah. It's just Stupid little things.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's still such a big talking point. I think that's, it's not a good sign, is it? No. Um, but I mean, it's pretty mental that we are one place behind Southampton. Um, really? because yeah, they're fourth because they're just really good. And I mean, yeah. uh, I, I said,
1: I didn't realize it. Switch had so many points.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Where they've Ips- been pretty poor
1: they're only outside the, top two by goal difference.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've won the last three. So they're back on the bus. Yeah. Um, like I replied to, to Lewis Cox saying that Southampton are just better, just level above. Yeah. And obviously he put back about, you know, we've beat Leeds there, we've beat Ipswich there. I think Southampton have got the adaptability where Ipswich have got the coaching, but they haven't quite got the players. So... Yeah. If you put on a coach in Masterclass, which Carlos did. You can beat him Leeds, I think, if you put something to them that is out of their comfort zone. Daniel Farker hasn't got hasn't got the ability to adapt to it.
1: No,
0: I think Saints have got a really good coach and a Premier League team.
1: Yeah, the thing with Russell Martin's teams as well, well Cardiff, no Cardiff Swansea well, or oh. wrong well wrong Welsh team, <laughs> but um. They always seem to struggle with defending set pieces, and it looks as if he's fixed for Southampton because everything yeah. that came their way was headed, was headed. It was gone against Southampton, which shocked me because I thought that was where we were gonna get a bit, of you know, generate yeah. a bit of threat, from, but we didn't, and I think that's what killed the game, to be honest.
0: Yeah, they're just a complete team. Yeah, I think Leeds Ipswich, they've got weaknesses here and there. Yeah, um, not major ones. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think Southampton have no. um, their their weakness is obviously conceding goals, and I think that's just because of how they play. Yeah, and I think it's like uh, you know, it's it comes with the territory. Yeah. Um. So I just think they're a class above, man. Honest, honestly, I'm surprised, and I think if they, if Russell Martin hadn't of you know, been an idiot at the start of the season and Mm. they hadn't started that way. They'd have been, they'd be with Leicester now quite easily. And I don't think you can say that about Leeds.
1: I think Southampton have lost one in the last 23.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, I think it was 26, right? With us because they lost against Bristol city. That was their first loss in like 25. (laughs) You know, it's one of them. It's one of them. I think again, you got to move on. Yeah. Um, which we did in resounding fashion. Yeah. Away from home to Plymouth. Yeah. At Plymouth. And I think it was probably one of the more complete performances of the season. Yeah, Plymouth weren't in it. No. Nah. nah. And I think it's easy to put that down to Plymouth being bad, which I think on balance there probably was. Yeah. But I think we did well. I think the big thing we did was not let Morgan Whitaker have anything at all.
1: Yeah. Can't let him have any space because he can, well, if he shoots, he probably scores.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, he's second top goal scorer. Um, he, he, we limited him to 26 touches. Um, only one in our box. He had one shot which was blocked and it was from an angle. Yeah. Outside was, the
1: box. It was surrounded by three players as well.
0: Yeah, Um, and I think that is, we did that really well, and then everything else for them fell apart. Yeah. I thought their centre midfielders were really bad. Yeah. Um, Divine was god-awful. And I was surprised. I mean, before the game, I saw the the team sheet, and I said, congratulations, Plymouth. Um, (laughs) Because of things we spoke about before with Chalabar, uh, with Wyman up front, I'm not a massive fan of. Yeah. Um, And Plymouth have been a good home side this year. Now, I think we'd have benefited from speaking about that before the game, because yeah. if you look into it, since Schumacher's gone, they're awful. Yeah. Um, They were saying that they were all in the oh replies. God. Yeah. About, obviously, they've lost their last two at home, obviously against us some Leeds, drew against Kov.
1: They're, um, they're five without a win now.
0: Yeah. Not so, they, yeah, they're all saying it's, I think someone asked them, is it always that bad? <laughs> and they, they replied since Foster's come in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of their things. If you look at that before the game and you realise, oh, we should be winning this. I thought we'd have a real test. Yeah. Uh, we didn't.
1: <laughs> that um, that Foster's a weird one as well as a manager because he was at the England. He was at England like under whatever's, and since he's come in, they've got Ashley Phillips in. He's Welsh. I thought he was English, but they've got Alfie Devine in. He was at Port Vale at the start of the season and playing quite poorly for Port Vale, and they've got him in. He was rubbish. Dark <laughs> guy Abbey, yeah. another under twenty international. Lino Souza the same. So it looks like he's just signing all the English youth, youth players.
0: Doing a Steve Cooper.
1: Yeah. It's just not working.
0: No. No, I mean, yeah, you look at... I mean, Devine, apparently he's got 7.0 average rating on FootMob. He was absolutely terrible. Um, Phillips, I mean, I, don't, I saw you commenting about Phillips probably like a week or two ago. Because yeah. he's got got a lot of acclaim in him. Yeah, yeah, I agree with what you said on it outside of the game completely. He's so clumsy. Yeah, I just I he's, don't
1: I don't see it with him.
0: I think I I do a bit. I think he looks like a good centre back. He's a good ball player. I think he's really blessed physically.
1: Yeah, he's fast. But he doesn't fast and know, strong.
0: He doesn't know how to contain it.
1: Yeah, yeah. He plays like he's had a growth spurt like yeah. last week.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That is actually perfect. Um, yeah, poor team. But I think we, I think we can take a lot of credit from making them look poor. Yeah. Um, I think you look through the game itself. First half, I thought was a good half. know a lot of people are saying bloody blah about it, not very good. But you look, you actually watch the game. Plymouth were just banking up. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they were getting the ball back um, and they just couldn't, I mean, all through the first half, their, their crowd was booing them really? because they were passing it backwards. Like they were recycling the play yeah. and you could not boo it up, but you know, <laughs> like the Br- Brumby, Road. Brumby Road classic. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was really audible, really yeah, vocal. Yeah. Um, and I think that was partly, that's clearly how they want to play, but it was, also because of how we were banking back up and we yeah. was back in our like four four two um out of possession yeah and they had, they didn't really have a chance they had a few moments nothing major at yeah. all
1: we came and we saw and we'd done our research and we knew what their weaknesses were because we don't usually press goalkeepers but that hazards <laughs> distribution is awful and Vyman didn't give him like a second to breathe in the first half. He was on him every time the ball went back and he had to clear it, where yeah. you'd probably think they're going to wait a bit and try and build out from the back that way. Yeah. And then we were hitting the space behind their wing backs every time because they were always too high up. So I think Furlong got in behind a few times, Fellows did, Townsend did. So we were getting in behind that way. And um, obviously you've already said that we got gone to Whitaker, so we didn't get a chance. So we came, we knew what we had to do to stop them scoring just stop them getting the ball to work out. And for us mm-hmm. to score ourselves, all we had to do was get behind them. Yes. Yeah. It's
0: good it. game plan. Yeah. Good game plan, that's all it is. And I think it goes back to the idea that Carlos is a master at making game plans. Yeah. Um, I was saying uh, before the Cardiff game, and we were talking about the playoffs in the pub. And I think the hardest thing for us is going to be getting into them. Yeah. i think in the playoffs i'd back us against anyone yes yeah, individual games um and the final two individual games and the player final yeah
1: i've always said that because he nearly got that because ru- that huddersfield team were rubbish yeah. Play- player wise they were rubbish and they'd have been in the premier league if not for some dodgy reffing
0: yeah and i was but, gonna say didn't they get robbed in the playoff
1: yeah final? but bad and they would be, they'd be in the Premier League because of Colbran yeah. and his ability to make a game plan.
0: Yeah. And I think that this is, it's always the idea that Plymouth aren't a good team. Yeah. But you've still got to beat them.
1: Yeah. And Plymouth will and... stay up as well. They ain't, they ain't oh, terrible. Yeah. yeah Worst yeah, teams. Cardiff, I they... are, Cardiff are worse than Plymouth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have quite liked Plymouth for season. Obviously they've done done things their own way and stuff. I think that like Bally Mumba and uh Lionel Sousa, I think they're a good pair of wing backs, obviously. I think they need to be better coached, like you say, pushing up too far. Um and then Whitaker, uh, he's a good player in he man, I think he's a real good player. So uh, yeah, I think they're fine. I think they they're definitely well under par and yeah. we contribute to that. Obviously, it's funny because you talk. We're talking like that, but we only scored in the sixty-first minute. Yeah, and I wanted time. to say this when you said about the Saints' corner, we had, and I mean, I was listening to old Jez and AJ um, on the Albion, you know, fully legal podcast, uh, fully legal stream. They, we, we had. have had about ten corners, and we didn't get first contact on like any of them. Yeah, not one of them. And I was saying, I mean, against Saints. They in the first half. Jed was kind of hovering on the on the on the uh, corner of the box, and they were only sending Ryan Fraser out. And I was saying to like the people I was at the game with, get the do the short because it's two on yeah. one. Now I, and then against Plymouth, if you keep putting it in and no yeah. one's getting the red to it, just play it short, man. Yeah, because at least it gives them something
1: to think about with the next corner. If you're going to play it short, or you're going to whip it, in. it just creates a little bit of uncertainty. Yeah it's not as easy to defend.
0: And I think the, issue, the thing is as well, We, I think our corners, like the actual ball in are usually pretty good, Yeah, usually in the right spaces and we just don't attack it very well.
1: I think somewhat I'll say like regarding creating uncertainty is we pretty much every corner was an in-swinger mm. bar the one yeah. before the goal, our goal. So we played like all in-swingers then, swifted one out swinger into volume and he made the run and then he shanked the volley but yeah then the corner after was the goal and that was an in swinger towards the front post which Townsend flicked on yeah and i think that's stuff like that it does contribute to goals because defenders don't know what to expect
0: they, yeah it's a good point
1: they have to think a bit more
0: yeah it's a good point and it was a little bit it was obviously a flat corner when it
1: yeah
0: bounces through and i mean i was i was laughing because we didn't even get the first contact on that it was, it came off like the back of the defender. Like he was like that. It came off his like shoulders. So, and then that, but these are the games, you know, away games where the, the home team might be banking up a bit where you need a little bounce.
1: Yeah.
0: And finally, and I feel like we, we never get the bounces. And this game we did. Bounce to big kipper. Yeah. Fies it on happy days. And to be honest, from there on out, it was a, it was a cruise when it, Yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, Johnston, Mikey Johnston, came on. Magic Mike. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Um, He benefited so much from there being space, I think. Um, Like I was saying to you before we started, I think that's the time to bring him on. And I think, um, like like I said earlier, If if he'd have started, I don't think he'd have scored. I think he'd have come off at the fifty fifth, sixtieth minute, yeah, without a goal, without an assist. I think these are the times where you got to bring him up,
1: yeah, because he's he's quick, direct. He wants to make something happen, but just against us, against a set block, he just he runs into too many people, yeah, makes it too hard for himself.
0: Yeah, he did it against Southampton, and it's it's funny because obviously it gets people on their feet and people see it and think, oh, he's yeah. you know a really good player. But he was doing against Saints, he was being progressive with the ball, but by running directly at their centre halves and centre midfielders, and you're like, well, it doesn't feel. I don't think he's got what it takes to do well against the block. Yeah, and like, I think Plymouth blocked quite well in the first half. And I think he'd have struggled. Yeah, I think, and that's where you need a, a player like Wallace to hold the width, and uh, and Fellow is obviously a master at holding the width. Yeah, in those situations, and for Johnston to come on when the game's a little bit stretched, when le- defenders are a bit leggy, to punish him, and he did. He, yeah. uh, he scored one, and you know, was had a big hand in creating one.
1: Yeah, and the thing with um, being effective against the block as well is you've got to be able to do like one of three things. Really, you've either Either gotta be able to cross from outside the box, shoot from outside the box, or go outside your man and put a cutback across. And he can't do any three of those things really. So when mm-hmm. he's got space to run it and he he did do it he did he did walk a peters a few times, but it's just he's going nowhere because he hasn't mm-hmm. got that in his locker. Yeah. So yeah, again, nice. when he comes on against against where there's a lot of space to run into and he can take his time and get his shot off, then he's in a much better situation where a player like Dean you get him outside the box against the block and he looks to make something happen and he knows how to
0: yeah yeah, that is my exact argument with Dean Garner um, I, don't, I don't see I don't understand why I have to argue for Dean with the season he's had, it's like he's gone away for AFCON for a month and like people are saying, a man replied to me saying he's a waste of a shirt like, what? I mean, Johnston's obviously come in and done well. And I'm, I don't want to refute the geezer, but Dean Garner's a better winger than him. Dean Garner's a better football player than him. Now, it's frustrating, like I say, that I've got to argue for Dean Garner still.
1: Yeah.
0: Because for me, Dean Garner starts week in, week out for this team. Yeah. Um, with fellows on the other wing. Do what you want in the middle. Yeah. Um. <sighs> And like I think it comes down to that. I think Dean Garner's the starting man because he's Dean Garner, Fellows, Wallace. I don't think you'd want any even from the bench. Fellows to a degree, because he's he's fast and he's nippy. Um, Johnston, I think, is the impact player. Yeah, and I think it shows there.
1: I think if you could, you'd start Dean Garner, Wallace, Fellows, Asante, and you'd bring on Vohman and Johnston at. Yeah. 60 minutes every week. And that'd be
0: my, yeah, that'd that's... be my front four.
1: The thing we're doing, he's so versatile as well. He can play, he can play wide left or he can come inside, which yeah. always helps. Whereas Johnson yeah. has to start wide or he can't really do anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, well, I mean, long may it continue, scoring goals yeah. and looking lively, so it's only good for us. But I think it's more matter of fact. Do you know what I mean? Rather than like, I don't like Johnston. Yeah, it's I don't. It's more about his profile in it. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then yeah, he's he's made that third goal, which is really great play. I thought he was a great play for both goals, to be honest. Um. And we we finish him off, and that's yeah. it. Three nil win away from home. Happy days, to be honest. I thought it was a really crucial win.
1: Yeah.
0: So massive in the context of the playoffs. Yeah, getting for, and in the context of getting an away win for the first time since Rotherham. Um, imagine we beat Hull two in a row. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine that. Um, I think the standout man was probably Alex Mowat. Yeah,
1: yeah. I thought Chalobah hey. had a good game.
0: Chalabat, see, I was. <laughs> it's annoying me a bit with Chalabat because he is playing better. He's playing yeah. well. But he's not the man yeah, <laughs> to yeah. be replacing your loop. that's always been my yeah. only point obviously i've
1: gotten beer in now
0: yeah got big ian <laughs> when he's when he's fit like yeah um but yeah i think the midfield works well um <laughs> yeah I, I think it's one of those games it's just a big i think it's a massive win it's a yeah. massive win a huge win um everyone kind of played well it's a confidence booster and we, especially after the goal, the first goal, we kind of looked so fluid and um, with a bit of confidence. So hopefully, it's a big one in our season, especially with you know the wounder against Ipswich and a bit of a pacing from Southampton. Yeah, it can uh, it can be the you know our little our little pump if, uh,
1: if it's the if if it is the end to our away troubles. Then I think we're nailed on for playoffs.
0: Yeah, I oh, just no doubt about that. Because that no doubt.
1: that was the only thing stopping us, really.
0: Yeah. Um, but the...
1: Our last, so we got what six away games left. And yeah, five of them are against teams in the bottom six. Yeah,
0: club. I was I was going to say that. So we've got. So there's no there's excuse. A, there is no excuse to be honest. So it needs to be the springboard for the away form, really. Does. We'll see Saturday. Won't yeah. we? Tough game, man. <laughs> yeah, tough game. I mean, I said it before, the uh, the home game as well. And I mean, I thought we we outclassed them that day. So hopefully we can do it again. But Hull have strengthened. Obviously, beat Saints.
1: They brought in ninety left wingers
0: as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, playing That's... one the front. Um obviously, Philipe Jean's back. Fabio yeah. Carvalho is like. Top eight Premier League player, um, uh, I saw our Zari. he's quality,
1: quality player. Zauri, I think.
0: Zauri. yeah. They've got Ryan Giles left back apparently.
1: See, I think like that's when I look at Hull, I see a team that you can definitely beat. Yeah. Look well, at Ser- Seri's. Seri's a quality midfielder, obviously, but he's a bit slow. Not really a tackler. Giles in a back four—that's just a massive weakness. Waiting, obviously, Greaves is a really good centre back next to him, but yeah, he just he cannot defend. Mm. And they've got Ryan Olsopping in goal. He's just rubbish at saving shots.
0: <laughs> rubbish at saving shots, you know. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing with them. In they. Have weaknesses,
1: yeah.
0: But now they've got a bit of quality to mask the weaknesses. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean the players they've got in their squad's ridiculous. Did you see that Philogene goal?
0: Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the own goal. Yeah,
1: but even even still, yeah, it's crazy. Sit it? two players down and then rabona it back across to have the confidence to do that. And I don't care if it's an own goal. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, It is crazy. <laughs> no doubt about it it's the level of quality in it that they've got some uh, from somewhere. I was going to say somehow, I know how that I think they've just, they've got the ability now to play, to pay big wages at now. Obviously Carvalho must be on 60 K at least. Yeah. Um, Zereri, Zereri probably a bit less. Seri's going to be on big, big money. Brian Giles on loan from Luton. He's going to be on big money. Yeah. Um, and I, but then I think Liam Rosini is a really good manager. Really yes. big fan of him.
1: I I really like him.
0: Yeah, I'm a i am am a a big fan of him. Before the January transfer window, I felt like they had a team that was overperforming. Yeah. Um, for where they were, obviously they were up there with us. I think they were above us for a little bit, weren't they? Yeah. Um, in fifth. Now, they're probably on par because they've got some quality players. Yeah. But I thought it was real testament to Rosinia that he had them right up there. Obviously, they were very much middling last season, but neither, if anything, middle-bottom half.
1: I think because of of Rosinia, you sort of saw that they were one of those teams that were going to be a problem this season. Because I think they had a different manager at the start, didn't they? And then they sacked him and brought Rosinia in.
0: Yeah. They they got a Turkish fella in, didn't they? they, Because they're Turkish owners. I can't
1: remember his name. I think he was Jordan.
0: Weird. Yeah. Yeah. He's from the Turkish league. I think he was. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think it's Rosina. But like, uh, like you say, I think it's uh, it's definitely a game on paper that we can win. Yeah. Obviously my doubts come from it being away. Obviously I know we've just spanked Plymouth 3-0 away, but this is a, it's a different test, man. Um, this is their first home game in three games, which is pretty mental. Their last home game, they lost 1-0 to Swansea, though. They've lost 2-1 to... to positive. They've lost 2-1 to Norwich at home. They've lost Drew 1-1 to Blues at home. Lost 1-0 to Sunderland at home. So, their recent home form isn't great. Yeah. They've only beat Millwall, who are in <laughs> dire straits, <laughs> to yeah. say the least. Um so super nehreis. Super hilaris, mate. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um yeah, I, I I always think and I think I said it before the home game, that this West Brom v. Hall, Carlos v. Rosinia feels like a very well matched game. Yeah. Uh, it feels they we feel like the same teams to me, like, not the same teams, but we feel very similar. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I think it's just managing that style, mate.
1: Yeah, I think the two managers that are getting the most out of the squad that they've yeah. got, because even even with the additions, that whole squad isn't amazing because they no, lost no. they lost players in January. Obviously, they lost Scott Twine to Bristol. Yeah,
0: which was a big one. So he's he dealing with. The, yeah, I think it's it's uh, both managers doing well with what they've got. Um. So I think it's a close game. To be honest, I think it just it just rests on us playing a playing well away from home.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that's literally it. But yeah, it's, we can beat them.
1: Yeah, I think player for player, I'd say we're probably better in terms yeah. of like the. The sixteen you can have in a team now on the match day, and I'd also say we've got the better manager. So in theory, if football worked like that, <laughs> we would win. Yeah, but well, obviously it doesn't.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I definitely agree.
1: Be honest, ninety minutes of Zirawry and Philogene versus Townsend and Furlong is a like, lot terrifying.
0: Yeah, see, but. <sighs> People said that before the Saints game. I don't think, yeah, true. The, the Saints wingers had an amazing time against them, like I'd, in direct one v
1: one. I don't know. I think Ryan Fraser had Furlong. It was getting embarrassing at one point. <laughs> so yeah, he just can't. He just doesn't seem to be able to defend. Like I, actually, I really rate Furlong, but I was having this conversation on Twitter actually earlier. I just think that is a massive weakness that any half, half decent team with good wingers can exploit.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
1: obviously it can't be that much of a problem because we've got like the most clean sheets in the league. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's masking it. Yeah. Masking it. So, yeah, I think I think it will come down to whether we have put those away day blues behind us. To be honest, yeah, yeah, um, because like I say, I think he's a real stalemate in on paper. I really think it is similar teams. Similar level, similar managers, similar way of playing. I think well, I'm not, you know, totally in tune with how Hall play. Yeah, but I think they are quite similar to us. Um, so yeah, but I mean, looking at it, and like you said, imagine if we beat Hall, it would be it would be a huge win, man. Huge win because we would be guaranteed uh, four points ahead of Hall. Yeah, no. Yeah, and then obviously depending on what Coventry, Norwich, Preston do, we could be looking you know six seven points inside the playoffs. So yeah, it's it's a six pointer in it. Yeah the, yeah, the old classic, the old cliche. I mean, six point game
1: for me though, and this might be a bit weird. I think six points now is nothing. How many games oh. have we got left? Yeah, it's like- thirteen. Yeah, like yeah,
0: it's too far out, isn't it? Yeah, I think, right, I think
1: six points in six games' time would be great. But I mm. think, because we're Albion as well, so we'd get six points, and then who have we got next?
0: Cov, another big game. Yeah.
1: So, do you know what? We'd probably beat Coventry in that case. And then, <laughs> who's our next rubbish team? Yeah. QPR would batter us. <laughs> and then yeah. we'd draw with Huddersfield. Oh, God.
0: Classy. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. It's, I think it is a big game.
1: Yeah.
0: I think every game is big now. I think that yeah, it's got to the point of the season where every game counts. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get games like the Cardiff game and earlier in the season, those games are like, they're just crap it now. Yeah, it don't really it matters if you win, obviously, but you kind of like, yeah, we've scored. Yeah, but against Cardiff last last week, I, f- I think it was bloody yeah, hell. Um, it felt important. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I think it, we were at that stage of the season where three points yeah. is so big, so big.
1: The worst thing now, as well, is every single team in the championship's got something to play for because it's that tight at either end.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit glad that it's the playoff race has kind of loosened up in it. Yeah. With it's just Coventry and Norwich, and then Preston I got 49. But then Sunderland 47, Watford yeah. 44, blah, blah. Preston English
1: t- as well, so it does no.
0: Yeah. And I mean, yeah. So it, it eases the pressure a little bit, doesn't yeah. it, man? My, the, the big worries are Hull and Coventry, obviously, we've got both of them. Yeah in the space for a week.
1: Cover really good yeah. as well.
0: Cover, yeah, the Mark Robbins, the yeah. class manager.
1: They've signed some Danish like, guy from like, the Viborg as well. And I think he's scored like a Weldy a week since he's joined. Victor Torp. Victor Torp. It was just some random signing. And
0: he's like... No, he's, no, he? Yeah. Bit of quality.
1: Yeah, he's just... I'm, I'm, he scored a Weldy in the cup. I remember seeing it.
0: But yeah, oh they've got Hadji Rights come into it a bit in it for them. I know we are <laughs> going ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> but I mean I'm just on football and they're, they're apparently their last team that that they put out was Sims on the right and Wright on the left. To... That uh, uh, wide Sim. target, man.
1: Yeah, Sims on the right.
0: <laughs> Incredible. Um <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's a big game, man. And um I think if see <laughs> I don't like I'm not a fan of predicting away games because I don't I you just don't know who's gonna turn up Yeah. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're gonna win a man. We we're, we're gonna get the win. I reckon it'll be like a one-nil or something, man.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that. One 0 Who went scored for a bit? I think <laughs> we're gonna get it'll be so, it'll, it'll be a Townsend goal, Townsend free Connor Carlos.
0: <laughs> 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 Wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad no. <laughs> Um but yeah, hopefully we can get the win there and then bounce up to Cov. and I mean, put put together a good string of wins there. You're in Dreamland yeah. isn't yourself. Fingers crossed, man. Hopefully. Yeah, um, yeah. Strap it up there. Yeah. knock it on we're on an hour. Obviously, that's you know we can't we can't. <laughs> we've suffered from the double yeah. double game weeks, ain't we, man? It's hard to cover four. Yeah, it's difficult, man. Um, but yeah. Thanks for joining me, mate. It's all right. Um, And, yeah, we'll chat again when we've beat all. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'll uh, see you next week, mate. Yeah, see ya.